Hey everyone, it all makes sense to me now. Bachelor in Paradise is just a front for a reality show spinoff about how show producers slowly introduce everyone's ex or former flame into the mix. Some guy in Austin and I break it down for you in this episode. Buckle up, people. It's paradise. Anything can happen. Hey, everyone. I'm Lindsay, and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 126 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm here with some guy in Austin to discuss Bachelor in Paradise episodes 5 and 6, which feel like lasted 8 hours, but only lasted 4. Would you concur? Yeah, it felt like episodes 50 and 60, <laughs> I think. Um, I just, you know... Uh, I will tell you that uh, ever since last, I listened to last week's um, podcast, which you do, do a brilliant job of editing every week. I have to compliment you, um, but um, I, I cannot, I cannot get the uh, lead into that Ricky Martin song out of my head <laughs> <laughs> that you uh, assigned to our buddy Christian, the Spanish soccer player, now right. with the shoulder injury, apparently that's been mm-hmm. thrown off the island. So. Um, I'm sure we'll get to that, but uh, every every time I think about that guy, I hear the Ricky Martin lead in, and um, I don't know how I feel about that yet. Do you really want it? Yeah. Do you really want it? Yeah. Do you really want it? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's perfect. It's an earworm, and I did that. That is success yeah. in my book. Well, listen, may- maybe I think based upon tonight's uh, the second second half of the uh, this week's installment, uh, maybe Christian comes back and maybe he hooks up with Ricky Martin. Or maybe it's female Christian who comes back. Who knows? Yeah, we don't know. There's been a lot of <laughs> lot of controversial Christians. Although the irony of it is that uh, Christian, the Spanish soccer player, um, I think was uh, was uh, more femininely dressed than. Uh, <laughs> Then Demi's Christian. How so? I don't know. And I thought, I just have to say this. I, I thought Demi's Christian looked a little like Christina Applegate's less attractive younger sister. No, you know who she looked like was Hannah G's relative. They have <laughs> yeah, the exact so. same eyes. Did you notice that? like a Hannah G if Hannah G ate a sandwich and did CrossFit. There you go. <laughs> it's You have to go back and look. Y'all, you have to go back and look. I was mesmerized by her eyes she had a sour face 80 percent of the time but i was mesmerized by her eyes because they look just like hannah g's i think they are related yeah not to be fair with the sour face now now she's probably a little jet lag number one Uh uh but number two uh she went to the island and found out uh, that demi had um shared herself carnally uh in uh, in a biblical sense as they say uh with derek and uh, she i did not get that yeah, she said I gave myself to him both mentally and physically, and you just saw her her um, oh. her expression change. So, oh. to be fair, to I just Christian, thought that meant making out. Well, maybe, but I'm maybe a prude. It I'm a prude, maybe, well, so I, I learned know, things that, from you. Maybe that does in the real world, but on in paradise. <laughs> I mean, going to going to a a music festival means you know. Bacchanalia and orgies, apparently, and we we almost ran into another person Blake had apparently slept with 
the, the best part about this is Blake now, whenever someone shows up, he actually has to, to verbally disclaim any oh, physical man. contact with that person and just set it straight. I know at one point he said, I hope it's a guy that comes down because he's so tired of <laughs> yeah, explaining. Like, oh, yeah, I met her at Coachella. Now, here, <laughs> let me do the math for you. First of all, I was with, then I was with, but, but everybody has gone to Coachella. The, the new Caitlin girl, not to be confused with Caitlin, and the new Jen girl. He met them both at Coachella. Yeah. Now, um, I was doing the math last night. I'm saying Coachella. I mean stagecoach because we call it Redneck Coachella. It's the same difference. It is the same Um, thing. So um, I I did the math last night, you know, and there are what, uh, 12 people left? Mm Mm-hmm. So that's six girls and six guys. Or wait, the guys have the roses this week. So it's seven girls and five guys maybe, something like that? No. I don't know. It's like 11 and 15 or something. There's not 30 people on the island. Sure there is. No. Well, regardless, I'm just saying, like, as a cross section of the population, Blake has slept with the majority of the mm-hmm. women there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Which, you know, I'm not sure if that's a great achievement or that's something, you know, not to be proud of. But, um, you know, it is what it is. Good for that guy. You can sleep with whoever you want, but you can't go punching people. This is a zero tolerance zone, according well, to our host, Chris Harrison. Yeah. And uh, Harrison um, had to be rousted in his shirt sleeves, which I thought was completely <laughs> inappropriate. You know, that's the only reason why those guys got sent home. I, I, I just picture him like... I just pictured him with two of those guys in black shirts and jean shorts that that came out of the sand like crabs when those two guys, when Jordan and Christian got in a fight. I mean, who knew there were 500 guys? I mean, they came out of nowhere. It was was like that Brad Pitt movie where where all the zombies swarm. I mean, it was just like every time you looked off camera, there was another like out of shape guy in a black shirt and... It was Black ants. Jeans. They were yeah. everywhere. Yeah. And one of them held Jordan and 50 held Christian down. Yeah. It was a sight to behold. And again, zero tolerance policy. Harrison is called in. He's a little ticked off. And that's you're probably right because he had to he had to come into paradise before he wanted to. They had to rouse yeah. him from his trailer. I just pictured him like, I pictured him, uh, I pictured him with a, a giant, you know, silver serving tray and they're just getting ready to lift up, lift up the top of it to reveal, you know, filet and lobster. And they had to interrupt that. And he was like, you know, somebody's going home. <laughs> Zero tolerance in his world yeah. too. So Jordan yeah. and Christian are both sent home and, Nicole has an interesting reaction to this. She pretends that she's liked Clay this whole time, but she also gives a little passive-aggressive dig, saying, I wish you would have come over there, but I'm really glad you didn't, because then you would have been kicked off, too. Right. The, the best part was um, when, <laughs> when she was talking, I guess, Kaylin or whatever, when, it, when, when all that hit the fan... And she was kind of in the middle of it. And then when everyone gets sent home, she's like, I'm emotionally sh- shaken. She, she said, well, I'm just starting to rethink this, just telling these guys to be more aggressive. <laughs> and I thought, I mean, that's like saying, you know, I'm just starting to rethink throwing this full can of yeah. gasoline <laughs> on the on the fire pit or whatever. I mean, what did she think was going to happen with those two idiots? And then I, you know, I gotta tell you, I, I would have called out Clay too. I mean, the, the whole reason Jordan was in that situation is because mm. Clay was afraid to stand up for himself. Um, but anyway, the, both of those guys deserve to be sent home. And Jordan's lucky he didn't end up in a Mexican prison for yeah. assault. He, he hurt the guy. So, you know, what are That's you going to do? That's very true. And 
He knew he didn't want to be there anymore. He didn't, he didn't care. As also on Yeka, she didn't care either. And she tapped out and took herself out of the running, which I thought was weird since the women had roses. So she could have handed it to anyone and then waited to see who came down the cobblestone steps in the yeah. coming weeks. So I thought that was strange that she just left. Well, I've got I've got another question for you, and it's the same question I asked last week. Was there any point in uh, Monday's episode where you felt sorry for Cam? <laughs> 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 Me neither. <laughs> I mean, I didn't wish bad on the guy, but it's like you know. If you can't even get someone who wants to go home to just toss you the rose on her way out the door, I mean, she could have easily done that. Like, hey, here's a friend rose. I really respect you. You know, we're friends. Stick around, see what happens. But I'm out of here. But no, yeah. she's like, eh, I'm out. I'm taking the want... rose with me. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to have to hug him and pin this rose on him. That that was less appealing than getting in the van, sweaty and full of sand, and hopping on the Buddy Holly plane back to the states. Maybe she uh, got friendly with Wills on the way back because he was kicked off too. Yeah, he was, uh, um, you know, as as per usual, was um, droopy-eyed. And, yeah, he didn't show uh, up. Yeah, no. And he, then there was um, Kevin Keith who didn't get a rose. Do you think that's because no one could remember his name, so they just didn't want to call and mess it up, or they yeah. just forgot he was there? I think I think it's probably a little bit of both. I, I, my impression of that guy was no personality. He's a good-looking dude, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, looks like Tim Tebow-ish, except maybe a little better looking, and um, just couldn't get it done. Couldn't couldn't make no. the connection there in Paradise. And you know, according to Chris Harrison, there's three things Chris Harrison is concerned with. Number one, everybody's safety. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's first and foremost. Yeah. yeah. No, number two is uh, that everyone has a chance to find love. Good. Yeah. And number three is apparently bisexual relationships. Mm-hmm. I think those are three mm-hmm. good things to care about. In paradise. Absolutely. Yeah. Now we did have Hannah who finally made a choice in the rose ceremony. She chose vitamin D, if you will. Mm-hmm. That stands for Dylan, for those of yes. you who can't figure that out. She so was clever. trying to choose between vitamin D and vitamin B and she chose Dylan. She went second to last, and everybody rejoiced in their face without making any audible noise when she picked Dylan because yeah. that was the proper choice, and everybody was ready for Blake to go home. But wait just a minute. As I told people at my watching party, hey, we still have Mother Russia over here, and she's totally going to give her rose yep. to Blake, which knew it was coming. she did. Yep, and we it's knew a it was friendship coming. rose, by the way. Just everybody needs to know that. Because she alluded to the fact that she was excited to see Blake struggle while he watched Hannah and Dylan fall more in love. Which I thought was kind of mean, but I also um, know is untrue. I mean, she really? likes Blake. She, oh, yeah, I, yeah, I'm yeah, telling yeah, you, they're yeah, going to yeah, end yeah, up yeah. together. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. Saved You've him. said that. You said that from the very beginning, and now I totally believe it. Yeah. I, I, I didn't. Uh, there was a moment where I thought, well, now it all adds up. She can just give the rose to whoever, like Wills or whoever, mm-hmm. and problem solved. But of course, we can't have that. Now, I do think, in retrospect, I do think they want Blake there because they're just not out of people that he slept with at music festivals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they've got some people in the barn, you know, off <laughs> off camera there, getting lined up. You know, it's like next. <laughs> 
Like, look, Christina, I know you think he's a chotch, but look, you got to give him the rose. I don't care what you say when you give it to him, but he's got to stick around. Here's $5,000. Thank you very yeah, much. Exactly. Yeah. Oh. Uh, we have a little, uh, a little touchy tonight when mm-hmm. uh, Kate, well, I wasn't really sure what the purpose of that conversation was, but she was a little, uh, a little on edge. Yes. I think it was to show her feistiness and you can't mess with her. But Caitlin, the new girl, who sort of looks like Kaylin. No, she looks like like Kaylin and an Olsen twin had a child. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) She's pretty. She's She's very pretty. pretty. Uh, She shows up and goes on a date with Blake because there's no one else to go on a date with. Why not? Why not? Why not? (laughs) And they, um, of course, he met her at Coachella and... Um, he tells her in 30 seconds, just a bird's eye view of what's been going on in his world when it comes to Christina and then Kaylin, and then we're going to throw Hannah in there a little bit and Tasha made an appearance and oh Mm -hmm. yeah, here's you. And she said, it was okay. People make mistakes. That's not negative. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Have you ever made that kind of, (laughs) kind of mistake? They're just falling into things. It's fine. I just slept with four people and. In a, in a set a group of seven people, and then fail to tell all of them the truth while text messaging text messaging them simultaneously. It's an art. It's yeah, an art that's understandable. Form. That's oh, that's such a millennial mistake. We all do that. Well, they had um, tantric yoga. Yeah, that was that was as you one do of those on awkward. your date. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty awkward. And then he comes back, and of course, after the rose ceremony, there's this weirdness and confused is a new clarity. Ah. I, I, both of those words should be banned. <laughs> I mean, everybody's confused. I'm like, what are you confused about? The guy slept with everybody. How hard is that to figure out? I like. Uh, where's your head at? Yeah, well, it's on it's my on, neck. There yeah, it is. Attached to my. <laughs> Cervical vertebrae. Where's your heart at? (laughs) Sort of offset to the left of my chest. Ask me where my colon is because it's backwards. (laughs) (laughs) Man, this is so much funner when it's late. Yeah. (laughs) Listen, let's talk about the other the other chach in the room, Bukowski. I, I mean. He seems to me. I always thought he was. He was kind of playing the game back in the day, just trying to get famous, right? Yeah. I mean, he's proven that because he's been on fourteen. He's he's like mm-hmm. it's like Chris Harrison and then him. He <laughs> you know, as far as it must be Mike Fleiss's nephew or something. Yeah, I mean, so Katie fumbled the ball. I yes, mean, she did. Tell she everybody opened... how she fumbled. It was yes. bad. So it's it's morning time. Everyone's got their you know their bed head and they're drinking their coffee and um, somehow it comes up and she, and and she says uh, I want you to go on a date and he I think legitimately said do you mm-hmm. and she's like oh yeah you can do whatever you want and he said again are you serious is that what you're saying I just want you is to that be what happy you want? You want. Mm-hmm. yeah she I mean, it was like you know when Peter denies Christ three times I mean she was like no no I want you to do it. I mean she had three chances. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Well, we won't even make any <laughs> crowing jokes, but um, I think they'd be. <laughs> I think they'd be. Uh, the double entendre would be well appreciated in light of. Um, 
So uh, the cock crows. And, yes, uh, it does. Mm-hmm. Then the big, as they say there, a big shiny thing comes running down the steps. Now, I, I will. Um, I, I would say I disagree with Dean's contention that Jen Savarino, whatever her name is, mm-hmm. is the most attractive woman in Bachelor Nation. I, yeah. I, would, I don't think she's that great but i don't remember her what was her you know i don't remember her either there was she was in ben season which feels like five years ago and then she mentioned something with nick so i think she was in paradise that time he was in paradise before he was announced as the next bachelor Ah, so it's been it's been a minute since she's been around and everybody had heard of her right well she's probably except for blake at um, at Coachella country, or whatever. Coachella. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she she's one of those people that, you know, she had a very fleeting time on the show, but mm-hmm. she always picks up her phone or answers her email when they're like, hey, do you want to fly to whatever? She's probably in. So she's probably gotten a lot more mileage out of the franchise than she, yeah. she ever should. But, um, yeah, I don't, I don't remember her. I don't recognize her. Um, she seemed nice enough, though. She wanted to take Dean on the date, though, and he said no. Yeah, they didn't show that. Um, right, you th- but you know that's what happened. Do you think he'll break Kaylin's heart? One of these days, yes. Because yeah. she will no longer want to live in a van down by the river, and he's not going to understand that. Well, I think on Paradise, I think it probably gets rocky. I think Dean goes back to his old ways. And I also also want to make another prediction mm-hmm. based upon the uh, politically correctness of to- whatever of tonight's show with, with the whole... whole coming out thing and just ignoring how selfish it was for her to bring another girl. I mean, can you imagine if uh, Dean, um, Derek right. would have brought like oh. some chick he was dating right. and said, Hey Demi, I'm dating somebody and she's here. I've asked Chris Harrison to bring her here. And you know, now I want you to meet her. And by the way, we're going to stick around and rub it in your face. Mm-hmm. Total double standard. Um, but everyone has to act like they're, you know, they're so enlightened and this is a fine thing because you know, she's coming out and granted what, whatever. It, I, I think it was a, um, a weird, a weird moment for Derek, and mm-hmm. everyone else seems fine with it, which makes it even more weird for him. And um, that uh, that everybody is celebrating Demi and Christian in front of him. Yeah. Yet no one, even when they walk off to go on their date, no one that we see goes up to Derek and says, "Man, how are you doing? Are you okay with this?" I, and somebody smart should have swooped right on in because hey Derek give me a call That's I right. think he is very eligible now I would put him right up there yeah. and, and nobody did I was expecting Sydney wherever she is come on in the new Caitlin girl come on in Jen would have it had she not been on a boat while Chris was puking over the side it, yeah, it, or Katie disgusting. even if Chris gives her the boot because she self-sabotaged somebody should have swooped in but they are saying now Twitter is a flutter with predictions that he is now going to be in the running to be the next bachelor. Um, you know, I thought about that. I just I don't think it's going to be him. You don't? No. He's too monogamous. I mean, look at and, and he's not attractive enough. Oh, yes he is. No, that was a silly thing to say. He's way friend. too monogamous. He's, he's just John Krasinski. He is very good looking. Um, I don't know, man. He is. I don't agree with that. Agree to disagree, but I'm right. Okay, fair enough. I, it's it's your <laughs> podcast. Um, Sydney's with I'm Mike dating. now. Apparently, they do gymnastics on the beach. <laughs> um. 
Demi's rubbing um, her new relationship with Faith. You know, and by the way, I'm going to say this, and you can feel free to bleep it out if you want. Mm-hmm. But I think... That's the least they could have done. I mean, it's a shame he didn't try to negotiate one either. I've been like, look, uh, I'm not cool with this, but there's one way that maybe I'll be in a position to get over this. (laughs) What did you think about Nicole's song? (laughs) Next, next, Next point. Some of these people, man. I don't know, man. I am liking John Paul Jones, though. Are you now? He had a he had an interesting night with Tasha. Yeah, she seems. You know, it's so funny because remember the night one when he was, I guess, retching and still doing things in the pool and not making sense, and uh, she's just laughing and she said, "I don't know what just happened, but I liked it." I, right. That was really funny. She's she's not into him like in that way, but she he's obviously completely fun you know so why not i mean if anybody's having a carefree time in paradise it's that guy exactly and he free tacos nuggets you know and (laughs) sleeps during the day it's yeah tasha's into him but she doesn't put any pressure on him she's you know she's very attractive i mean he's got you know that that guy's got it going on by the looks of it next week one of the twins shows up and has her sights set on John Paul Jones. Yeah, I'm tired of those two. I I I'm I don't want them to come back. They they annoyed me last time when they mm-hmm. were they you know they, they they got there they were all cute and funny the first time around and they remember they they brought both of them back and then they both went on a date and one of them got picked and the other one didn't and then they cried. And I'm sure Thanksgiving was awkward. <laughs> And then now another one's coming back. So I don't know. I wonder why they're both not coming back. Maybe the other one is married or engaged or dating someone seriously. Or or grew up. Maybe so. (laughs) And I wonder if this twin slept with Blake at Country Coachella. I'm going to say yes. I'm sure he met her there and he DM'd her or whatever. (laughs) Who's your favorite person in paradise right now? Right now, I would have to go with John Paul Jones. Now, I mean, I think uh, as far as just people that when they hit the screen, I, d- I don't get tense thinking yeah. <laughs> that, that either they're just making a huge mistake or they're annoying me. Um, I would say John Paul Jones is super fun. I like Tasha a lot. Okay. Who's your least favorite right now? Um, I'd have to, uh, probably Blake annoys me. Mm-hmm. I just, just his whole just persona. And then... He's very um, self-centered, if you notice. Like, um, it was very apparent the first one. He was like, "I can't believe this is happening to me." I'm like, "Dude, you slept with five people, and now they're all." It's every time something negative happens to him. Like tonight, he was like, "I just thought America was going to see the fun side of me," and I'm like, <laughs> "Apparently, everyone saw the fun side of you at stagecoach." <laughs> I think we get it. You're a fun guy to hang out with. <laughs> and he said on Caitlin's date when they were doing their tantric yoga, he's just ready to forgive himself. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I forgive myself for all that spontaneous <laughs> promiscuity, <laughs> alcohol use, poor decision making. I'm going to go ahead and forgive myself for all of that. I feel so much better. I feel now. better. Uh, best best moment of the last 
couple of episodes. I gotta tell you, I love when the, just the, the you know the, the, a lot of these people you know they do their in the moments or whatever, and you can tell that they're they're given cues and they're talking about and and even like when Derek goes around and talks to everyone about, well, I'm so upset about Demi, and you know all of that I think is is cued, but it's it's the the moments where you know people are sincere, and mm-hmm. I gotta tell you, I've mentioned it. When John Paul Jones was making Tasha laugh in the pool, and she yeah. goes, "I don't know what happened, but I liked it." I just, that was really funny because he just—he's just such a, you know, he's just a random guy, and she seems into it. So I think that's cool. Um, My favorite had, moment was Demi seeing the orcas swimming around and saying it was the best moment of her entire life. And it's her favorite animal. <laughs> Didn't we have a woman? Wasn't it? Was it Bibiana who's afraid of whales? I don't know. Somebody was. That was a year that everybody loved sharks and dolphins and hated whales. Hated killer whales. (laughs) The natural (laughs) enemy of sharks. The only predator besides male or male besides human (laughs) beings that will hunt a shark anyway. Um, Shocking moment. Um, I thought the way that they brought in Christian and Mm -hmm. kept her there. Yeah, I agree. I I thought that was incredible i thought um harrison looked a little rug a uh, haggard mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. you know maybe it was the lighting or something he's starting to look old he's um, called in way too much way yeah. too much he's busy this this season he is um, um and then um my favorite another favorite part was when uh very very jake pavelka ish uh <laughs> the end of episode one on monday when uh Demi's standing there with a producer and uh, he's like got the the mic, you know, like the bouncer in the club. And he's like, uh, Demi wants to see Chris Harrison. And <laughs> I say, get I in to, line, girl, get in line. Yeah, exactly. Listen, I got I, I had and I have to mention this because anytime I get a chance to my favorite moment in all of Bachelor history was when Jake Pavelka got cheated on at his own mm. cocktail party by mm-hmm. Roz. Mm. And they had a call on Chris Harrison and look the, of panic. On Jake's face when he said, get me Chris Harrison is literally the most, I mean, that is the most priceless moment in Bachelor history for me. I mean, it's just, it's gold. Mine is uh, Mel Batos, Jason Mesnick crying on the balcony, which. Yeah, I mean, that was, that's a big one. That's a big it's one. It's a huge one pulling a Mesnick. It was coined right here on I Hate Green Beans yeah. back in the. Way, way back in the early blogging days, and yeah. it's a thing now because we have varia- variations of the. Should have trademarked that. You'd be rich by I now. Should. Will you uh, do that? You're a lawyer. Come no, on. No, I don't do that kind of work. What are you going to attribute to the podcast? Make it that. Um, what the the, the the there's so much that's gone on. This podcast reaches many people in many places. <laughs> I'm very happy about it. What was a bless his heart, bless her heart moment for you? I think Demi not knowing who Nelson Mandela was uh, after uh, Wells, God bless him, being as patient as Job in trying to explain, you know, I mean, he gave her the first name. He gave her apartheid South Africa uh, leader. I mean, I don't know what else you got to do, but she clearly had never heard of uh, the Nelson Mandela. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was, that was a bless your heart moment for sure. I thought that Christian um, I thought that um, she probably had a new hairdo and a new uh, wardrobe that she did not look comfortable in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would agree like with that. She, she just looked awkward in what they, they had her in. Mm-hmm. Um, but God bless her for coming down there. I mean, I think she's sincere. Um, I think her shock 
it finding out you know Demi had been um, defiled <laughs> in paradise, mm-hmm. if you will, mm-hmm. was real. Mm-hmm. Um, and look, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I, I think it's a little hokey the way that they're handling it, but, um, I like Demi and I hope she's happy. She seems like a fun, really fun person. So, um, also, um, my favorite was, um, how Harrison sort of passively aggressively took credit for making it happen. He's like, now Demi, I've thought about it a lot <laughs> <laughs> and I just want to do what's best for you and the ratings. <laughs> <laughs> I had my PI track right. this girl down from the phone number you gave me, right. and we've and, flown and her we've in. <laughs> we we threw a bag over her head, threw her in a van, and uh, we've flown her to Papaya Narit the Palapa, or whatever the hell they call it. And she's waiting in there in a very uncomfortable outfit that we chose for her. Congratulations. <laughs> My favorite bless her heart moment really was Nicole singing her song to Clay. That yeah. was just bad. She thinks she's J Lo and she's just not. He's into it though. So, you know, I, I guess know she's got into that. it. He's as into it as Clay can be into anything. There you go. Yeah. Bingo. I mean, she's my prediction is he, now here's what I used to think would happen. I think I thought she would get sick of him and dump him. Mm-hmm. Here's what I think. I think she's going to let her guard down just enough and he's going to get sick of her. Oh, I just, I don't think he wants to be married. No, I don't either. He's doing this for paradise and he needs somebody to give him his rose so he can just stay there for a free vacation for six weeks. And work out with his elastic bands on the beach and, um, topless. You know. Topless, why not? Um, do you think maybe um, th- is there is there a version of this like in Rio or somewhere where they can go naked, like a European version of this? Because <laughs> that would be an interesting <laughs> spin on it. Like Harrison shows up, like you know, in a topless with a speedo <laughs> on. Or something. Hi, I'm Chris Harrison. <laughs> I don't know where they pin the, the rows. <laughs> Careful where you stick that pin. y'all for listening if you want to read the full recap of bachelor in paradise you can find it on ihategreenbeans.com fyi one of the best things you can do to support a podcast is to review the show on itunes it would be an honor if you headed over there and let us know your thoughts thank you so much and make sure to follow me on the socials you can find me at Lindsay on twitter and Lindsay ray on instagram and facebook And don't forget to check out my books, Why I Hate Green Beans, and It's a Love Story. You can find them wherever books are sold. Until we're together again, love you, mean it, Texas forever. Forever.